Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. When it comes to business challenges in the low country, workforce is at the top of the list. That's locally as well as nationally. Your chamber is working to help fill those pipelines and connect employers with interns, retirees, veterans, and adults with disabilities. We sat down with our Vice President of Public Policy, Tom Hens, to hear what's happening on the workforce front. Let's listen. Workforce is such a hot topic locally and nationally. I think people forget sometimes that this isn't just something we're facing. This is something a lot of places are facing. So let's talk a little bit about what the Chamber's doing, the, the activity that's happening in our committees and how they're focused on workforce. Great, happy to. We have a number of committees now that we just um, started this year working on the workforce issue. And the reason we're doing that is that uh, we do surveys every year, one every January of our nearly 1,400 Chamber members, just asking a number of questions about you know what's, what's on their minds. And we do the same every year too with with our local residents. And both of these surveys pointed to their top two concerns being workforce and workforce housing. So we're pretty excited about all of the numbers of organizations and initiatives springing up throughout the region that are focusing on the workforce housing issue. But what we wanted to do at the chamber is focus on the workforce, uh, the shortage of the workforce issue. Let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, when you when you talk about workforce, the why, why? Um, I know you your committees and you've done some research on it too in terms of what's behind the workforce shortage for our area. Well, that's a big question, and it was certainly uh, brought to focus uh, throughout uh, the COVID uh, pandemic. But but you know, really, the days are long gone when businesses hired employees for their entire careers and, and then paid them pensions for life. Those days are long gone. So gone too are you know, expectations that you hire an employee and they're going to stay with you throughout their career. Matter of fact, the average employee stays with their employer only for just a little over four years and can be expected to change jobs, you know, 12 times throughout their careers. So, so, you know, workforce is, is a challenge that way, but there's other challenges too. Um, unique to South Carolina, uh, our unemployment rate is down to 3.1%, far below South Carolina's, you know, long-term average of 6.2%, and below the 5% that was historically deemed full employment. So that means that everyone in South Carolina that wants a job already has one. Um, but but not everybody wants a job. The, the U.S. workforce participation rate is 63%, but South Carolina's is only 56%, which is the third lowest in the country. So, so we have um, some folks that we'd like to get back into the workforce. And then, of course, locally, we've got um, challenges with our workforce housings we talked about and, and transportation. So all of these things combined uh, are you know, it's it's evident why why uh, a workforce shortage is is the concerns of not only our members but but the uh, public. It's something overall. you know. I know you and I talk about every day. 
We've talked about at the chamber, historically, we've looked at workforce as a three-legged stool. It's about workforce availability, as you mentioned earlier, transportation, as well as workforce housing. It's attacking all three. So I love the fact that the committees and, and the chamber are coming up with some creative ways to sort of look at the workforce issue. What are, what are some of the ways that you're seeing from the committees? What's coming out of those committees that excites you, Tom? Well, I agree with you. Um, we're working with a number of community partners, uh, very creative uh, partners. And so attending these committee meetings, and I hope um, if, if our chamber members get an opportunity that they'll take advantage of that. Uh, actually, we're, we're, we have five committees now working on uh, different aspects of, of workforce and trying to trying to enhance the, the size of our local workforce. One of them that I think is really, really neat is, is our business workforce coalitions focus on encore careers. We want to bring back retirees back into the workforce. I think some of them want to come back into the workforce once well, they've retired and gone, wait a minute, I can only play so much golf. Well, that plus, plus people are living a lot longer now. So, you know, having a nest egg that can take you from typical 64 is the average retirement age. Uh, people are living to 100 plus now. So that's a long time to, to, um, to fund. So it might be a financial reason for wanting to come back. It might be, as you indicated, just the engagement, just get suited back up and into the, the workforce. But uh, for any number of reasons, Beaufort County is blessed with with just a, a wonderful, um, wonderful retirement community. Matter of fact, the decade with the highest population down here are those in their 60s. And what's second is those in their 70s. So we have a, a wealth of, of well-educated, talented, experienced um, potential workers if we can uh, encourage them to come back to fun, interesting new jobs and making opportunities for retirees. It's, it's a little bit different. It's not necessarily maybe your 40 hour work week with, with two hour, two weeks of vacation for your first year. You're going to have to be more flexible because our retirees have earned, you know, more time off, more flexibility. But if you want, if you want that experience, that talent, um, you know, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity. So what we hope to do with with our Encore Careers Committee is, is match up retirement community with opportunities for fun, engaging, neat uh, jobs back here, uh, right here in the low country. Well, I think the last, as you mentioned, you know, the last couple of years, there's been I mean, nothing but flexibility uh, when it comes to workforce. So I think that's been a good thing for some of these programs that, that we're looking to implement. And employers are understanding it. They get that there has to be some flexibility, especially as you said, with that encore workforce, but what a great group we have here to help fill that need. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think too, one of the things I like about what you're talking about, I think most people might hear the phrase five committees and almost have a little bit of a groan. But what I love about these committees is they're actually working, doing, accomplishing, rolling up their sleeves. These are not, you know, inactive committees. They're very vibrant and doing great things. And we meet once a month typically, and everybody is so excited to come back because they, they come up with ideas and inspiration uh, 
and and they bring those to the meetings and it, so the discussion around these these topics that they're that they're working on have been really engaging really that's good fun that's good when you bring all those people around the table what do you see as some of the potential outcomes of that work tom what do you think is on the other side of those ideas and brainstorms and and planning well if i may we've got four other committees that are working on really neat initiatives uh two of them actually are our um, Bluffton Regional Business Council and our Bluffton Education Partnership Committee, they both actually combined for this year to work on internship programs. So um, there's, there's two focuses. One is on, on developing an internship program for our area high school students, and all of our high schools are participating in that work. Um, you know, looking to find wonderful experiential learning opportunities for our students um, and, and, you know, help them discover possible career paths. Our businesses can help our schools provide that opportunity for our high school students. So we're working on, on that initiative as well as internships for our local college students. And we have TCL, USCB, and, and SCAD officials from those schools working on developing potentially what could be a, a really neat internship program that's, that we could capture here with our businesses in the low country and help facilitate um, their students uh, focused on their chosen fields of study. Again, for experiential learning opportunities and experience. And so those committees are working there. We have a committee focused on um, bringing veterans into the workforce. That, this is an area that definitely is rich in well, terms of uh, veterans and that population, for sure. There's, there's 18,000 veterans in Beaufort County alone. So if we can draw a number of those back um, to, to the workforce that aren't there right now, we think that would be, you know, you talk about a wealth of experience. And, and we also have... Um, a committee that's, that's just starting working on job opportunities for adults with disabilities. And that's um, um, powered by the Beaufort County Disabilities Coalition. They have over uh, two dozen organizations that work in, in that area. And, you know, we're going to take advantage of their knowledge and experience working with adults with disabilities to help match them with, with job opportunities throughout the community, and you ask, you know, what's what's the potential of of these organizations? What what could become of their work? Well, we don't know. That's the fun part about having a brand new committee, just figuring out with you know with diverse viewpoints and perspectives and experience. You know, where do you want to take this? Where do you think that that we could go with this committee's work? So it's all organic. Don't know where they're going to land. But one potential result might be uh, landing their work with our chamber's um, Low Country Jobs Now worksite. So as you know, uh, the chamber currently hosts a website um, that's a landing page for locally focused job providers and job seekers. Right. The site also contains, you know, very informative career resources, tools, and advice. What if each of these committees 
also have a portal into this job site. So you have one that's our standard low country jobs now, but you have another one, a portal where uh, local businesses and organizations and government entities can post because they have really good opportunities for our seniors, for our returning uh, retirees, for our encore careers, and post post those jobs, and then and then uh, with the chambers marketing get get the the retirees that might be interested in in seeing what's available come to that site and hopefully make that match just like we do currently now with low country jobs now. And to see a to see a listing that's tailored for them. I exactly. think that's going what's going to be so great about it is it's just going to be this is your encore section. These are some jobs that that would work perfectly with your your desire to be in the workforce but not at like you said that 40 hour a week, 2 hour vacation level yep. anymore. Yep, so those businesses will be competing for that wonderful uh, wealth of talent. So what do you have out there that would be good and meaningful uh, work for for retirees? And and it could be all across the board. That's what makes it fun. Maybe an outcome for that committee, one of their outcomes might be uh, sharing a portal on our on our webs on our jobs page on our website. The same with the the um, high school internships, you know, what internships are available. We're thinking now, you know, there's a spring internship, a fall internship, and a summer internship. So three internship periods per year. Companies interested in in helping our high school students with experiential learning opportunities. Um, they may post them on this this web page, and then uh, students through their guidance counselors can make application for those jobs that might uh, connect with their uh, coursework. Same with the the college internship programs. What potential internships could help our college students launch their careers? And of course, we want them to launch their careers here. We find that I think national studies show that 70% of, of people work where they went to school. So we want them to, to go to school here, TCL, USB, SCAD, want them to have internship opportunities here so that when they graduate, they've already got their job lined up and, and our businesses already have wonderful vetted talent. So maybe that's another uh, outcome for that for that committee. I think the involvement with TCL is so important because as we've seen now, I mean, roles are changing the jobs, the needs for some of those those skill sets and careers that are high paying careers that don't necessarily need that four year degree anymore, those would be available local. And that trickles down to everybody. That's when you can't get the HVAC person to come to your house or that electrical professional because they're so busy. This is helping to fill that pipeline, which makes a difference to residents. Exactly. Exactly. And, and our, our, Veteran job opportunities. You know, we're we're kind of looking right now on program offered by a U.S. government called SkillBridge, where they'll pay for uh, active duty members their last six months as in active duty. They'll pay for them to to um, work at at a, a business, and that way it gives them a transition into um, out of the military into the 
uh, civilian world. And, and so that might be a really neat opportunity, again, for us to, to match veterans with potential job opportunities here in the low country. And then finally, you know, the um, job opportunities for adults with, with disabilities. We're really excited about that opportunity. And um, again, it could be, we could use our website perhaps as a place to match um, talented adults' disabilities with, with um, uh, businesses that, that can use that, that good talent. So um, that might be an outcome, uh, but again, it, it, it could be um, many more interesting results from these committees. They're just all starting this year, focusing on these areas uh, as it you know, deals with workforce we're excited to see the results. It's just so nice to see that deep dive. You know, workforce is obviously something we've been working on for years. This is something that that has been um, important to the chamber. And I think the way it's being done now in terms of the really deep dive on various areas and getting creative with that collaboration and where we're working with others in the community. Let, let's talk a little bit about the timeline. Let's the need is now. What's the timeline in terms of launching these programs? <laughs> the need is definitely now, and and we all get it. And so, it's it's hard to stand these committees more than once a month because they're all very busy uh, folks working on their other things. But but coming together as a group as they are, I think um, there's so much talent there that that hopefully they'll be able to to um, show some results here in the not-too-distant future. That's great. Tom, we are so thrilled to have you at the helm of overseeing these projects. If you can't hear the passion in Tom's voice, just know that it's there every day watching him uh, do this work on behalf of the community. So thanks for all you do. We appreciate you and look forward to seeing the results. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our five questions podcast by subscribing to the chamber channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.